Oh my god, that was hysterical. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, oh. It was like the last minute question. I know Winter's not going to be here tonight, so who's yeah. going to who's going to field her? Uh, you want to run her? Sure, but she hasn't ticked off a long rest, so she hasn't pulled up either. Yeah, you can be a little creative with that if you want to. Okay. Yeah, totally understood. Well, welcome back, everybody. I hope everyone had a good Fourth of July and a, and a safe week. Otherwise, it's. It's always weird when there's a holiday on a Tuesday. My whole sense of the week, it's all screwed up. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Yeah, right? And then I have a birthday tomorrow as I celebrate my 52nd birthday. Uh-oh. Ooh, happy birthday. imagine that. I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. <laughs> 52 feels a little heavy to me, like really heavy. And I'm not sure if I like the idea of it yet. And my, uh, my partner, Calista, she's like, eh. You're 52. At least you're not 62. I'm like, well, I'm so glad you, you know, pointed out that was the obvious good thing about turning 52. Thank you so much. Is such a sweet, sweet, caring person. <laughs> so where we last left off, team was in a interesting situation, having escaped the collapse of the Reach and taking that opportunity to try to figure out what to do next, they decided after contacting Matrone and finding a tree that he could use travel by plants and meet up with the team, was decided to head back down into the collapsed mine and potentially look for both the hammer and an opportunity maybe to see if there's another way to defeat the fire titan. The team descended down and once down inside the mine, Crone um, <coughs> began to notice some strange activity along with some of the others as you begin to forge the key. Unfortunately, forging the key had brought the Fire Titan back in the direction of Titan's Reach, and Matron was using a barrier to keep it at bay while the team was trying to figure out what to do with their next steps. The crater, and now believed to be the gateway into this area, was beginning to form. The key forged and in the hand of Spot. Spot began to sprint towards the obelisk that the key needed to be inserted into, while the rest of the team began to spread out. And did he actually place it in the obelisk? I'm trying to remember if he did or not. Nope. I don't think I think he started sprinting towards yeah. that location. With the crater now active, the barrier that Matron was holding up collapses, but the Fire Titan's image is now contained within the crater, but he is still quite lethal as the team try to figure out what to do next. So with that, yeah, go ahead, Spot. For clarity, yes, I did uh, get the key in the uh, in the obelisk. So yeah, I thought that's okay. right where we finished because yeah, as soon finished. as you put the key in the obelisk, it activated the crater, which pulled um, the fire titan back into the cratered gateway and began to activate the obelisks. So I'm going to need everybody to roll for initiative, please. All right. I heard a lord. Uh -huh. 
Hopefully, it's a bad roll of the night. <laughs> I heard a lord. Uh, ooh, fancy. Ooh. And then I just heard a ooh. I'm I guessing a good initiative. The clerics, man, my, my game yesterday, my cleric rolled like four nat 20s. No but, way. But all of them were r relative to non-fighting. Like they were initiative rolls or, you know, nothing in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I was like, and, it, <laughs> and it's actually not that good for me to be at the top of the order anyway. As the cleric, yeah. Generally, it's yeah. believed that the that you clerics usually do better near like mid order. They tend to do better there. But she's at the top of the order tonight. <laughs> What'd you get, uh, Earthen? All right, put it in right now. And Winter got a nine. I okay. got sixteen. All right. So with that, it is Xana spot, Earthen tally, and then Winter bringing up the rear. With that in mind, let me do some pre-positioning of things here really quick. So I've got Spot over here at the obelisk after inserting the key, making sure you can see that. I've got Matrone over here after the barrier collapsed. And then I've got the rest of you circling the crater at this point. Is your, is your coin dragon active, Puck? He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was because he was doing a lot of scouting and spying, I believe, correct? Um, I or guess did he... he was looking. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know that we mentioned, but uh, I was looking for a tunnel, so maybe if that makes sense. I'm to remember if he got knocked out or not. I don't have a note on that one, so he might still be in there. Hey, Chav. Um, so, with that, Xanath, you are up with Spot on Deck. Um, all right, and so Matrone is, is Matrone still holding this guy back? Or like sort of no, the barrier collapsed, but at the time the barrier collapsed, Spot had twisted the key. Once he twisted the key, the, the Fire Titan is no longer his normal size. He's now contained in the crater. But he's still able to lash out and extend his reach around the area. And it feels like he's partially contained, as if the key is the beginning point. This obelisk here is now slowly lighting up as the prophecy is being consumed by the other obelisk. And now it feels like you guys are beginning to see the beginning of a ceremony that needs to conclude in order to trap the, uh, uh, the fire titan in the crater gateway at this point. While the key was the beginning, there still feels like there's more to do here, but he's still dangerous as he's able to kind of lash out. He just can't move from the crater at this point. As far as you can tell, it doesn't look like he can move from the crater. And Earth, and I believe you still have the hammer, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm going to, uh, as an action, I'll pop up my Twilight Sanctuary, um, which is that uh, sanctuary that can give people temp HP or end effect causing someone to be charmed or frightened. Um, and as a bonus action, can I just do a scan and see if I can try to figure out what else needs to be done? Like, if what can I deduce 
what I think is next for the ritual. Um, yeah, give me an insight check as okay. a bonus action. I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, all right. That is a 14. After watching them conduct the ceremony of the making of the key, and then watching Spot get the key into what used to be the obelisk that might have been linked to possibly containing um, the, 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 the drink, that one spirit that was still here uh, before it fled with the creation stone. It feels like these two obelisks down by the sarcophagus that contained the Titan Maker is all connected. That that guardian is now gone, so it feels like you have to establish another way of containing this fire elemental creature before it can escape again. The prophecy is being consumed, and it looks like new writing is beginning to like surface on the blank obelisk that might be related to what needs to be done here. Okay, is that the writing that you told us about last week? Correct. Okay. Um, all right, and and where am I standing? Am I like over in the corner with? Um... You're right here alongside Earthen. You and Earthen are right here. Puck is right there with uh, Punch and Lunch, and then Winter is in the background. Can I just kind of duck behind that sort of stone pillar? The one to the right or the left? The one to the right. Okay. I'll put you right there. Okay. All right, that'll finish your turn. All right. Um, get that bit of a twist. There we go. Spot, you are up, and then the elemental is on deck. All right. Um, from where I am with the other pillar, could I see uh, Xanth try to kind of decipher, you know, kind of, am I able to infer what she was doing with the other pillar? Uh, not really. You're all the way up here. Uh, what's your passive perception? Let me check. Uh, passive perception. 17. 17? Um, you would have picked up that she was being cautious and perhaps trying to figure out what to do next. While activating the key has lit up the obelisk that you're next to, it seems that these obelisks are all interconnected, but you're still trying to figure out how they are. Right. Um the one obelisk you would notice is being consumed. Um, the writing's being consumed while fresh writing is appearing on the other obelisk. The sarcophagus is still open uh, with the remains of the Titan Maker inside of it as well. All right. Can, can um, I have well, shouted out? Sorry, sorry, Eric. Can I have shot, shouted out what I read on the pillar? Because I think it's in Celestial. Sure. Okay. I think what it said is, in this city, a child of heaven's birth, a mortal and celestial will rise, has power to save the world or bring about its end. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to take the key out of the lock, um, more just in case we need it than uh, any hope of doing anything. And I'm just going to kind of turn my uh, look behind me and just kind of yell and say, like, figure it out! (laughs) Uh, Give me a strength check as you try to withdraw the key. Strength check. That is a 16. It does not budge. All right. Um, and that was your action. Okay. 
Oh, can I do? Uh, this isn't really an action so much, but um, what I was going to try to do is um, see if I could just throw uh, like a stone, just something at the elemental, not as an attack, but just kind of like a "Hey, notice me" kind of thing. You can do that as a bonus action as you want. Uh, make yeah. it a an un, like make it just a simple ranged attack. So roll a d twenty and add your dex modifier to it. Okay. Twenty. It's not going to do much. That is a seven. A seven. I mean, the stone, the one thing you notice is the stone arcs towards him. Like, when it gets within five feet, it catches fire and disintegrates. So you get the feeling that, as everybody watched that happen, you get the feeling that there might be a five-foot aura of intense heat around this creature. That's not good. And you still have your movement spot. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stay where I am for the time being. Okay, step by the obelisk. <laughs> That'll finish Spot's turn. The creature's turn is up. It is going to do its flaming lash. I need everybody to make um, constitution saves, please. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, storyteller. I'm just uh, pre, I- pre-groaning because this is going to be bad. Uh, you have a, everybody has advantage, I believe, because you have resistance uh, to fire damage or resistance to heat. Yeah, for my trail mix. Yeah, uh, I had a quick question for you because I didn't get sure. an answer for that. Um, what is uh, I basically under the uh, the sanctuary spell right now? I've not made an attack against uh, this guy. I've not made an attack actually. You just did. You just threw a stone. Threw a stone. That's an attack. Oh. That's right, not to do any damage. (laughs) An attack doesn't mean you do damage. An attack is an attempt to attack. So you throwing the stone automatically gets rid of the sanctuary. Ah, damn it, because I was trying to avoid that. I was trying to be like a, you know, literally kick a pebble at him to be like, hey, I'm right here. So that was the whole point of doing that. Now, had you said you threw a stone, like, at the obelisk to make noise, that would have been persuasion or intimidation. So okay. the, the 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 vernacular matters. I'll say that okay. much, especially in a combat situation like this. What, yeah, what are the that's... what are the odds of rolling four d twenty and three of them are the same thing? Um, three in one thousand, maybe <laughs> three. Whatever the whatever the random generator is for something like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not terrible, but seriously. With advantage, I just posted the picture of it. This is nuts, man. <laughs> I rolled three twelves and a three. <laughs> that sounds very bardic of you. Right? <laughs> I'm like, because I was rolling for me and Winter both. And uh, yeah, three twelves and a three. And I was like, wow, that's... <laughs> I couldn't do that again if I tried. Uh, but with, uh, with uh, my con... Oh, okay, so I got an 11. Uh, All right, Zan, well, hold on, hold on a sec. Oh, Zan, yeah. what'd you get? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Spot, what'd you get? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, Earthen and Winter. Uh, Winter got an eighteen. I got an eleven. Okay. Tally. Uh, twenty. Twenty. I'm unfortunately going I'm to need fire. one for puck or for punch and lunch as well. No. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, it, it's a combination of a layer uh, layer effect. Uh, let's see their modifiers real quick. Uh, 
do they also have um, uh, advantage? Um, I mean, unless you hand fed them trail mix, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, for that, it's going to be regular. So for punch, it's a uh, 10. Okay. And for lunch, it's... Wow. For lunch, it's a 7. That's rough. All wow. right. So Earth and Lunch and Punch will fail, so they'll both take 21 points of fire damage from the Heat Lash. Um, Everybody else will take half of that, which is 10 points of fire damage. And then as its action, it is going to use um, a flame, actually fire strike on spot. It's going to be a 24 spot. Oh, did I lose spot? Point for a hit. That is going to be 19 points of fire damage from that. Can I use Um, one of my? I'd like to use one of my resistances for my uh, ring. I think. Okay. So. So you could have you could have that to nine. See, Matrone does save, so he only takes one. Let's see. He cannot move because the key is in the obelisk, so he's trapped in the crater. His fire strike, and then did the layer effect. Uh, that is the it. That's it for the fire titan. Um, Earthen, you are up with uh, Puck on deck. Okay. Um, punch and lunch uh, are okay. Yeah, I see him right there. Um, hey, hey, punch. Do you want to be more effective? Um, you were talking to the tiger? Uh, lunch, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Both punch and lunch look at each other. Either How one, hard is it know to which one to talk to? I what, mean, come what is, on. Okay, tell you, but yeah, no, punch. <laughs> punch. Punch. Do you want to be more effective in this fight? Because I think we could really use some more beef, uh, some more beef in this action, okay? Tally, Tally do you trust me? It's sure. Okay, yeah, you've earned this. Okay, Let's do your crazy idea. <laughs> I'm gonna polymorph. Uh, I'm gonna cast polymorph on punch. Okay, uh, and we're going for a young silver dragon. Yes. Okay. Oh, you have to up. make me get up from my chair. <laughs> <laughs> making me get up from my chair. I'm just making you use your minis. Well, yeah, there's that, too. <laughs> and you're concentrating on that, right? I am now. Okay. I wasn't before, thankfully. But you are now. I am now. And Tally's action's after me. So. <laughs> uh, I, let me send you this in Discord, Tally. Uh, yeah, I sent it in Discord. I think I could have sent it in the chat there. But it's uh, the... Um, sheet for the silver dragon. Oh, 168 hit points? That's sweet. Look at his breath attack. And Punch is now a silver dragon. With very <laughs> cold breath. Very cold breath. Yes. 
All right, that's your action. Okay. Yeah, so that's your my bonus action. action and your move. Uh, we're in Twilight Sanctuary. Does that refresh on her turn, or, or, or am I, sorry? First, am I close enough to be in the Twilight Sanctuary? It's uh, how big is the radius? Because if I'm not, I'm going to get in. Is that the concentration it's for you? Thirty? No. It's her okay. channel, uh, channel divinity. That's right. Okay. It's a thirty foot radius, so I would think you're in it. Um, and it is uh, on your turn. When you end your turn, you can get some temp HP. Okay. Also, right. I think we all had six temp HP from Eric from last time. Oh, I yeah. believe so, yeah. Oh, I forgot to put that on. Uh, yeah, so did I. <laughs> I have it now. <laughs> um, all right. So that was my action. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to try and... Um, can I just get perception and just get a, a scan of the area? Like, um, I can know, let you use your as a bonus. Act, I, well, yeah, as my well, okay, not as okay. So yeah, because your action. Yeah, I mean, when you want a, as much detail as you could try to take in, that's more of an action function. Okay. Okay. But you can use your passive perception as a bonus action to see if you can pick up on some things. You may not glean as much information, but you might pick up on a little bit. Um, is that flame lash? Is that a um, like a uh, a circle area effect, or is it a? It felt like a layer effect. Okay, so it was just everything. Okay, so yeah. Um, hmm. I, okay, as a bonus action, I'm going to activate my um, my boots, which okay. I like never use, but they're what do they do speed. again? The boots of speed. Oh yeah, uh, that's they, right. Yeah, they double my. Um, they double my walking speed. Yep. So and currently means- you are five feet away from Xanath. Uh, okay. Um, so I would like to go um, past our group, but within, th- but stay within thirty feet. So within within thirty feet of Xanth. Which which figure is Xanth? I just can't tell from that thing there. Right here. In the back one. Yep, she's behind okay. the stone pillar. Okay, so I'll yeah, I'll end right there behind that pillar then. Okay. Yeah. You finish take, your turn. Uh, uh, Sixteen temp HP. Sixteen. Yeah. Nice. Puck, cool. you are up with Winter on deck. Mm, okay. So, and you're the little you're the little oh, the little person now in front of a very large silver. Oh, no. You're like you're like oh punch you 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 look so different. And you just, you guys all watch as the dragon looks around and goes, Well, <laughs> never heard a dragon meow before, but that was cool. <laughs> so we, we've kind of sort of touched on this in the past. Um, can I actually communicate effectively with Punch being a tabaxi and a cat? Well, right now, I mean, right right now Punch is a silver dragon. Yeah, but. What does that do to their intelligence? I don't know what the base stats are for either. Uh, type uh, uh, I will post fourteen these. plus two. I sent a link to the okay. The, 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 just yeah, called. it's got great constitution and strength and okay. charisma. Thanks. Oddly, I mean, a bard would turn something into something with charisma, right? So. <laughs> Technically, it's capable of common speech now. So if you wanted to talk to Punch, okay. Punch would actually be able to speak common now. Oh my god! Because you know she or you know he got turned into. A dragon, and even though 
I mean, How do you feel, buddy. <laughs> well, I must admit, this feels strange. Can I stay like this? That depends. How well you fight here. <laughs> and for some reason, all of you look delicious. <laughs> well, the, the big, the big orange thing is is better. Well, it's no. spicy. It's got more spice. No, no, I yes. don't think so. Um, Earth, and you smell particularly like beef jerky and sweat. We shall have to revisit that when this is done. It's the heat. It's the heat. <laughs> <laughs> and you are ten feet away from uh, the fire titan, so it's hot where you are. Yep. You feel like getting any closer will start causing damage. Yep. I, my intention long term is to skirt around the outside. Okay. Uh, yeah. But Remember, I to you stay did for now. speed. Yeah. So, I mean, you could move a lot further. But I wanted to, I took a pretty strong hit on that first one. So, I wanted to, like, stick around first and gotcha. be ready for, for the next sanctuary. turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, during his turn, um, nope, you came later. So, never mind. I was thinking of sanctuary, which is not concentration. All right, Puck, yep. what you doing? You're right here. Um, here, uh, where's Matrone? Uh, Matrone is over on here bridge. on the scaffolding right there. Um, okay. I want to use Windwall to try and protect Matron, but I'm not a fan of being trapped. Matron is, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask the group. Uh, should I do, like, Windwall to try and block the Titan from Matron so Matron can finish what it is he was working on. Can you make a shape with it, or does it have to be a straight-line wall? I think I can, like, maybe try, like, depending on the role, um, to, uh, like, have it be a little loopy, but it can't be a complete, like, circle. It has to be, like, just, like, a shapely wall. A shapely wall. <laughs> That's a great way of like describing it. <laughs> describing a shapely wall to I mean, a bard is making throw... it enticing. Not making it... <laughs> what's, what's the range? Like, how far can you cast it out? Because it should have a range as well as an area of effect. Uh, 120 feet. Okay, so he's definitely in range. You could technically throw up a wind wall like right here in front of him if you wanted to. <clears throat> That's... Probably the best. It's only one minute, so I kind of want to try and get it to... And I think that's concentration for you, right? Uh, well, casting... Duration, yeah, it's concentration. Okay. Um, so, it can be um, the shape of the wall in any way you choose, as long as it makes one continuous path along the ground. So can I theoretically kind of have it be uh, like starts around the green mound and like ends, uh, like basically try to kind of loop it so it blocks it from us and Matron? Or is that too... So you're trying to curve it from like, you're, you're trying to make it do like a, a crescent around the beast is what you're trying to pull off. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that. That's pretty creative. I like that. 
Uh, okay, so let's see if I roll for it. Actually, if I cast it, it should be up, but there's also a damage roll for it. Yeah, I think I have to make a strength save or con. Uh, uh, strength save okay. is uh, That is a 9 plus 3 is a 12, so that will fail. So go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that's 11. Okay. Now this is going to be a little weird, because so, Spot, from your vantage point, and then Earthen, from your vantage point, as you watch the wind wall form, you notice that on the obelisk, one of the panels just kind of like explodes with energy, and then suddenly a image of an air elemental appears on the lower part of the obelisk, and then you begin to notice that the fire elemental weakens a little bit. All right. I just want to look because of proximity that you two would pick up on that because Earth and you're only about thirty feet from the base of the obelisk, and then uh, Spot, you're about thirty feet, but you're also about ten feet up, uh, twenty feet up, looking down, and the entire bottom portion of the obelisk just glows with like a wind-like energy, and then just these weird kind of pictographs of wind elementals begin to appear, and then you notice another blank panel right above it. And then the brightness of the fire elemental, the fire titan, just kind of lowers a bit, and he's he, he seems to be more it seems to be more aggravated by what just happened. I just want to yell out to, uh, to Puck, keep doing that! <laughs> I'll try I have one minute. <laughs> Do you want to move it all, Puck? Um, will I also be able to do Punch's turn for this? Since, I guess, like... I guess it's kind of like an unusual situation for him to be pulling. I, I mean, technically, Punch enjoys a higher intelligence now. Punch can go on your initiative and operate on his own accord. So you could actually use Punch as a separate entity for the duration of this. Ooh, okay. Um, as a silver dragon. And mm. I think that's a, is that an adult or a young it's adult? A young. young. Young adult. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, punch, I'm like I mean, one level away from an punch adult could, silver dragon. <laughs> yeah. Punch could fly, can take on all the stats of what he's just been turned into. Oh my god, that's amazing. He has that really so great sweet. breath. <laughs> The breath, yes. Um, oh, by the way, roll me a d6 on that, please. Tally? Oh. I just want to make sure it's something real quick while we're doing this. This is just a basic like fire elemental for uh, for D&D, right? Like the, uh, there's nothing really special about it. Come on, basic? Nothing's basic. Well, you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it's the fire titan's been contained into the flame crater gates, but it's still a very powerful creature. Extremely okay. powerful. It's just you've managed to contain it by putting the key in the obelisk. Okay. Xanth cast light on herself. So. What'd you get on your D6? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I got a one. Yeah, unfortunately, his breath is not charged. 
Understood. <laughs> so I you guess still, you can still fly and do the rest if you want to go ahead and do something with punch. Oh, can he fly above the wind walls? Sure. It's enough space. Uh, okay, so I guess I would like for him to fly above the wind walls over to Matron. Okay. Put him over here. <coughs> oh, shoot. Thanks for the cheat sheet. <laughs> Does that finish his turn? Um, I guess if his, yeah, he can't physically reach him at the moment and he can't, uh, and can't use his breath weapon. Uh, yeah. So I guess actually, can I do, can he do, um, a, uh, just like, a, I guess like an intuition check. Since he has the slightly more elemental uh, power now, and it seems like there is something elementally. Yeah, you can have. Yeah, give him an insight check. I'm okay with that. The question is, what is he trying to be insightful about? Uh, the other obelisks that might also pertain to uh, elemental charge. Okay. Uh. I don't know that it tells me his insights. Uh, just roll a d20 and use his intelligence bonus. Because yeah, he is not proficient in insight, so it doesn't come up. So... Roll a d20 and add a 2 to it. Uh, so it's a 10. 10. <sighs> Getting used to his new skin and his new abilities is strange enough. Um, he's not really sure at this point. He knows the obelisk, and he knows that your wind wall effect started the chain reaction of something that weakened the titan. But you're not. he's not really sure what the next step is. Uh, and Puck, you still have your movement. Um, I guess I'm gonna try and move. I think to the right, uh, towards this column or this pillar. Uh, right uh, there. Right there. Yeah. Okay. That will finish your turn. Winter is up. And we'll be at the top of the second round. However, at the end of Puck's turn, the Titan is going to use two of their legendary actions to summon flame sprites right there. I need Winter and I need um, Xanath to both make deck saves, please. That's a five for me. Uh, you'll take four points of fire damage, and you are currently <coughs> on fire. Oh, okay. um, and I need you to make a concentration save of ten or higher. What winter get? You're muted. Sorry, nine. Nine. Four points of fire damage, and winter is currently on fire. 
right, uh, hey, Sir Keller, I, I do just want to check on this real fast because I will forget if I don't. Um, are, the damages you're giving them, uh, is that all with the resistance? Because that resistance is for four hours. No, it's up to them to have it if they have resistance. But, yeah, I know, but that's what well, we had it. resistance from the food. Yeah, right. And what I'm saying is, if I say you take four points of fire damage, so you take if you out. have resistance, yeah. you have to have it. Okay. Oh. So I have it to two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 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 I sort of have, not how. So I'm right. <laughs> um, how, as in one slash two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Divided the by the half, some half divisible not. by. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> You know, in Kentucky, in Kentucky, all these words roll together. So you can have have, and you can have have have, but you can't have not. <laughs> I died. All y'all are ganging up on me. I don't like it. <laughs> hey, hey. Zenith, what did you get for your concentration save? Uh, 18. All right, so you're good. You're still... Wait, no, you're not. Never mind. You're not concentrating on Saint Yeah, I, was, I keep getting you mixed up with Earthen. Sorry. She's celestial. Yeah. Um, is is Puck within thirty feet of me when she ends her turn? Yes, she is. Okay, She's within so, twenty. Uh, Puck, you can take uh, fourteen points of uh, ten HP. Thank you. Yeah, that Twilight Sanctuary Sanctuary is badass, man. Yeah. All right. So the flame sprites are out. Um, winter is up, and then we'll be at the top of the second round. Uh, the flame sprite is like right next to her, or correct? Okay. It uh, it, it takes up a fifteen foot radius. Um, if she doesn't want to be on fire, she has to move out of that radius. So as you remain in that radius, she'll continue to take fire damage. Okay, so she's not in base with it; she's just in the radius. Correct. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, is this a column or is it a pillar all the way up? Right. That she's. Uh, it is a pillar that goes all the way up into the ceiling. Okay. All right. Just wanted to clarify that before I go try to jump up on there. Um, let's. Uh, she's going to back out of the range of that flame sprite. Okay. Or out of the out of the on fire range. Yep. So she is no longer on fire. And the wind wall is curved around. How far? Like the, I would say from this whole series of pillars has created the wind wall. Okay. All right. All right. So. Um, then I want to try, try to move her just past the next pillar, the, the end of the wind wall. Okay. To if, if she's got sight at the, uh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay. And then let's, um, yeah, I don't want to assume we took a feat, so we're going to take a shot at, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, mm. Actually, no. For the action, um, can she look up and see if there's any like stalactites or anything like that? Uh, uh, or would that be a bonus action or an action? I'd say she could bonus action do that if she wants to. Okay. Yeah. Just bonus action. Like, look for anything on the roof or on the ceiling of the cavern. Uh, that I, I'm going to give her a freebie on that one. Just looking, this entire area is very destabilized. And there's plenty of like rocks, stalactites, and debris kind of all above you. Okay. Uh, so, with her two shots, then uh, I want to try and single out 
two uh, stalactites that look to be over top of it. Okay. And one to those uh, those stalactites. Go for it. Give me uh, give me two attack rolls. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> one's a two, so one doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, the other one, holy shit, she has a plus 11. I'm sorry. So that two is a 13. Okay. Uh, and the other one's a dirty 20. Okay. So she actually sends two shots towards one chunk of stone okay. that's hanging over. Both shots hit it. Uh, roll damage for both those shots. Okay. Let me check that real quick. That does 1d8 plus 5. D8. Uh, that's 12 damage. 12 damage. For one of those, right? Yep. Yeah. No, they both hit. Oh, they both hit. Okay. Yeah, I'm AC of 10. Gotcha. It's a pretty large object, uh, and it's stationary, yeah. so relatively so, easy to hit. Yeah, so that's... Especially if you're an arcane archer. Nine. So that was, uh, sorry, 12 plus 9, 21 total damage. Okay. As she hits both rocks, you watch the bottom portion of the rock shatters, and this huge boulder tumbles down. As it falls, the 40, 30, 20, 10, as it gets within five feet of the top of it, the, the heat coming off, boiling off of this thing, just disintegrates the rock as it collapses at the same time. So he will take half damage. Uh, go ahead and roll 4d6. 4d6. Yep. Uh, that's a 8. So take 4 points of bludgeoning damage from the debris kind of <laughs> raining down on top of it, kind of turning to molten slag and ash. A few of the bigger stones getting through and <laughs> pummeling the elemental creature at the same time. So I'll finish Winter's turn. Yep. Okay. Uh, with that, he's going to use a legendary action to use Flame uh, Spirit on her. Go ahead and have her give me a deck save, please. All right. Hey, that's a better roll. That's uh, 23. Nice. You watch as this very small, wispy bit of flame kind of coils off of the form and covers the distance between it and where um, Winter is, and it slams into Winter. Uh, she'll take half of 12 points of fire damage. Okay. Halved again, because she's resistant. Aha. Uh -huh. Double half. Yep. It does stack. Okay, that was going to be another question later. Yep. If you, yeah, I mean, making saves always cuts it by half. If right. you're resistant, it always will cut it by half again. So it double, yeah, okay, doubles up. All right, yep. that's good to know. All right, that'll finish. Uh, yeah, that's it for her turn. Mm -hmm. Take us to the top of the second round. Zenith, you are up with spot on deck. All right. Um, do I get a sense that the lair effect is a, a spell or a magical effect, or is it more just like basically heat? It feels like it's an effect of this place. Okay. It feels like it has something to do with him being captured or contained in the crater. And it feels like whatever Puck inadvertently did, that somehow that was step one of a process of weakening the fire type. Okay. That she used 
like basically the air element and we saw the air yeah and you saw the air elemental portion of the obelisk flare into existence and unfortunately everything i have is like a fire thing which is not helpful at all Um, maybe you can burn him yeah just just yeah, just burn I think this guy yeah. probably is uh, probably burning him would be helpful. <laughs> um, okay, I think what I'm going to do is I'll. Uh, it's all touch spells. Dang it. Uh, do I see water anywhere? Um, it's like volcano. No, other than yeah. any water you may have in your person. Okay. Yeah, you'd have your, you know, you'd have your water skin. Your your uh, like your water, your water skin, that you would carry around that would have water in it. Um, other than that, this does not seem like a hospitable place for water. Um, although you would know the silver dragon is a cold breath effect. Cold and heat could produce enough moisture and steam to produce. A possible water effect. It's just a matter of when Punch would be able to do that. Okay. Um, well, I was well, going to any kind of cold spell or cold effect here would turn instantly to water or moisture vapor. Because it is still very hot down here. It's okay. just intensely hot around where he's trapped in the crater. Uh, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I think I have to run out of the radius of the flame spirit because I'm on fire. Yeah, as long as you stay there, yep. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna follow um, Puck and Winter and head sort of around the side in the direction of the sarcophagus. Okay. And Earthen is sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had I'm coming, Earthen. <laughs> um, okay, I have a plan. It's a weird one. Okay. Um, All your plans are weird ones. You're barred for Christ's sake. <laughs> so that's your move. So that's my move. I'm gonna cast a bless on Winter and Puck and um, Punch. Okay. Um, and uh, and that's concentration. Yes, that's concentration. Yeah. Okay. So bless is up. Yeah. Did you say bless your heart when you did it? <laughs> bless your heart. I bless you. Um, I think you know that means something different for us. Oh, I know. <laughs> bless your heart. That's and what she would say if she was casting Bane on it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any bonus action? I think that's all I can do because I can't cast another spell. Okay. That'll finish your turn. Spot, you're up with the lair action on deck. All right. Um, how far away is that uh, obelisk that's kind of like right in the middle of the screen? The one to... Uh, to this me? one? Yes. Um, From me. Probably about 40 feet. All right. Um, let me see if I'm done. Um, where's my long jump? 
is it something that I could, might be able to conceivably long jump to? My, my walking speed is 50 feet. Like, the jump mechanic is just... Sure, just give me acrobatics to stick the landing. Okay. Unless your monk has safe fall. They do, but it's 27, so... Uh, if you already have safe fall, then you're good. Yeah. You're now down by the obelisk right there. I was trying to land on top of it. What's that? Land on top of it? Yeah. All right. I'll right. say with that 27, you pull that off. All right. Yeah, that um, was why I needed a 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you mentioned that there's a bunch of uh, slide mines and everything else. I'm probably not going to be able to do it this round, but is there any, like, an actual pillar that, uh, if I could knock it over, it might, uh, it might land on top of that guy, depending on if, how well I make the aim? It's I mean, there's a lot of heavy, dense rock that looks like it would take a great deal of strength to knock over, sure. All right. Um, shit. Uh, all right. I don't know that I'm going to be able to do this for in this turn. How far away is, is he from me right now? Um, he is about 30 feet from you. All right, let me see if this is in range. Because I don't think I actually have to hit him with anything. But, oh yeah, I'm well within range. I'm going to use my, my Hex ability, so I'm not going to be able to touch him with anything, since I kind of accidentally burned my Sanctuary. Right. Um, right. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, he gets disadvantage on uh, Constitution saves um, and Constitution again? checks. Um, and anytime I hit him, he takes an extra 1d6 Necrotic. Alright. Find my Hex marker right. that has recently gone missing because my kids were in here playing I will with my stuff. Hmm. What happened to that marker? I'm going to have to. I've got all my baby markers. Where did. Uh, kids did something with my because I have hex blades cursed, but my hex <laughs> my hex marker's gone. I don't know what happened to it. It must have been playing with it, so I'm just going to use the magical effect marker so that we know it's dead. I'm also concentrating on that now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know you said there's a lot of them, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to plan out my next action. Is there something within approximately? Is there a pillar within approximately 50 feet that looks like I might be able to aim it towards him? like a rock on the ceiling. I mean, there's nothing detached. So, like, all the rock pillars that you could see are going all the way up into the upper ceiling of the parts of the above ceiling that are still not fractured. Like, the pit itself is collapsed and open. (laughs) This plateau that you're on, these columns that you could see just extend hundreds of feet up into the ledges up above. Okay. That's actually kind of what I was, um, just for clarity, not to give away the game too much, what I was trying to see is if there's something like one of those columns that it were to fall, I might be able to aim at him. Because my idea was I might be able to clamber up one and like using my, uh, using physics and my multi multiple attacks, I might be able to break it at the top and just like gravity pull it down on him. Maybe. Don't know until you try. Yeah. Just even if I can clamber up. Because... All that stuff is a five foot range. I can't really hit him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay, if I only can't... you had that spear. And even then, I'd be ten foot. Spear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll finish your turn, Spot. Yep. Okay, at the end of your turn, before the lair action goes, he is going to summon sprites, um, and he is going to place those over here. Um, I need Winter um, and Xanath uh, and uh, Puck and Lunch to all give me um, constitution saves, please. You guys can all add a d4 to your con con save. Did I have you do dex last time or con? I had you do con, right? For fire? I think, uh, I think we dex did dex. No, I'm sorry. With the flame sprites, it's dex. That's my bad. I was thinking of the, was thinking of the lair action. The flame okay. sprites are dex. Yeah. So, so 26 for, win- for winter. 26 for winter. Okay. It's a 17 for Xanth. Okay. Xanth, what'd you get, uh, Puck? You're mute. You're muted. <laughs> sorry, did it end up being con or dex? Uh, dex. I had 24 cons, so I was hoping. Uh, 17. 17. So with that, um, Winter Zanith, I need a um, uh, I need a Dex from Lunch, Lunch as well. Lunch. So... Um, this is honestly, forgive me, uh, I'm just not used to actually using it. It's for Curse, does that actually deal with an initial thing, or is it literally just with a right hand? Because uh, I've what do you mean? For hex? I just clicked off use on my hex spell and it automatically rolled the d6. So I was like, all right, I don't know if it does that or not. I know I add one d6 to any attacks I make on it, but. Right. Yeah. That's usually what that means when you hit hex. Yeah, that's how I figured. But like I said, I had to hit use on it just so I'm not, so, so I remember. It's like, oh, yeah. interesting. But, all right. So, then. What lunch get? Uh, amazingly, also 17. Okay. Uh, so everybody takes half of six points of fire damage uh, because you saved, and then halved again. So everyone takes a point of fire damage, but anybody within 15 feet still remains on fire of the sprites. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, now for the lair action, as the pulse of fire comes out from where the uh, flame titan is, I need everybody... Um, to make con saves, please. And I will take care of Matrone. Are we allowed to use the con save from before? Sure. <laughs> then it's still 20. Okay. Uh, 16 for spot. 16 for spot. 18 for earthen. Okay. And a 9 for uh, for uh, winter. winter. Okay. Zenith? Uh, 20 for Zan. Okay. I need one for lunch and punch. Uh, ten for lunch. Okay. And it's a plus five for uh, for punch. Ah, uh, thank you. So that's sixteen for punch. Okay. And he can add uh, his. Oh wait, whoever is close to you can add a D four. I can't remember if it's lunch um, is a D four. Uh, lunch. Oh, perfect. Because he's been uh, getting the brunt of this. <laughs> I think you moved. I think I'm out of range for your for your sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the D4 is just for that for bless, bless, right? So oh, okay, I, yeah, yeah. I could only yeah. bless the people that were really close to me. It's okay. 
I'm agnostic. Close to me physically. <laughs> physically ad nauseum. Uh, so I think altogether lunch has a uh, 14. 14. Uh, lunch will take 18 points of fire damage. Um, I believe the DC is 17. Uh, so spot, you had a 16. Yeah. So again, I'd still have my thing. So half, we said 16 points of damage. All right. So that's really eight. So that's fine. Correct. Um, everybody else takes half of half. Well, winter took half of 16. So correct. And then everybody else who succeeded, you'll take half of half. So you'll take, um, half of 16, which is eight and then four. Let's see. So now he, he is going to, since you're in range, unfortunately now earth, and he's going to take his two flame strikes on you. Can you do that through the wind wall? He can at disadvantage. Okay. So the first one is a 21. No, sorry. Dirty 20. Okay, I'm going to silvery barbs that. Okay. Uh, that is, that time, that's a 21 that time. On the reboot. That one hits. Okay. <laughs> and then the second attack is a 6 plus 15, another 21. Yikes. Yeah. 15, that's what it is. Yeah, he's pretty they powerful. They both hit. Yeah, they both okay. hit. Okay. That is going to be... Um... The first one is 11 points of fire damage, and the second one is 11 points of fire damage. Okay, so um, 11 points then just total? Yeah. With my halves? Yes, correct, because you're halved. Um, you are currently on fire, um, and I need Ooh. you to make a concentration That's save yeah. of 10 or higher twice. Did we, were two well, separate attacks. Did we yep. need to do that for the lair action as well? Yeah, the lair action as well, yeah. Uh, why'd you tell him? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ten or higher on the lair action. All right, I got an 11, so... You're still there good. We go. Ten or higher on the sprites as well for both uh, Puck and Xanath. Sorry, Punch. I got a 13. Okay, you're good. Two Did out you of lose three. concentration on a 10? Two out, two out of three pass. <laughs> no! I had to do it three oh, times. Man. You know, it's inevitable. No. Two out of three. Well, I mean, cats always land on their feet. <laughs> oh, he could have had. He could have done something epic. He could have. Uh, yeah. Sorry, what was I supposed to roll? I, I was too devastated. <laughs> uh, ten or higher on your concentration. And you add your con save, right? And you add your con save. See, my con is a minus one, so really uh, there you go. <laughs> That'll do it every time. Yeah, it's okay. I have a crazy idea. Uh, yeah, you keep saying that. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Uh, seventeen. You are good as well. So the only person, I believe, is Earth, and that lost concentration. Yep. Just too much heat in the kitchen. Um, that was both his so's bonus action. Um, yeah, as his bonus action, he is going to summon fire elemental. 
Uh, but it is going to have summoning sickness, so it can do nothing this turn. Is it That'll in finish. the wind wall? Uh, he's still in the... They're both in the wind wall. Okay. Um, they pass their um, uh, their save, but I think they still take half damage. So go ahead and roll damage, Puck, for your wind wall. Uh. Six uh, second 11. rounds are fun. How much? Uh, 11. Nice. They will take half of 11, so they each take five points. Once again, the wind is like tearing through and into them. Uh, the the wind effect has definitely weakened it a bit, uh, but it feels like there's more that needs to be done to it to, to, to get it permanently trapped. So I'll finish the creature's turn. Earthen, you are up with Puck on deck. Mm-hmm. How close is the chair to the to the elemental? Ten feet. It's going to be really hot right. to go sit in that chair. Earthen, look at where I am. If you're within audible range, just yell at me. I'm very. I mean, the problem right now is between you and him is a wind wall that's like this huge gust yeah. of persistent wind. So it's very yep. hard for anyone to be able to yell through it at this point. Um. Okay, I am going to. I'm going to target him with uh, Ralphim Psychic Lance. Okay. At uh, yeah, fourth level, just the. Is that the a ranged attack or? It so Ralphim Psychic Lance can't miss if I know the target. So. You unleash a shimmering lance of psychic power from your forehead at a creature you can see within range. Alternatively, you can utter a creature's name. If the name target's within range, it becomes a spell's target. If you can't see it, if the name target isn't within range... So it's, it's basically it's a space. giant magic missile. Uh-huh. From okay. my forehead. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Uh, <laughs> roll damage, because I don't think he gets a save on, on Mac hits. It's uh, it, well, it's, uh, uh, it's an intelligence save. Oh. Uh, for the oh. effect. For the effect, it's intelligence save. Okay. So... Uh, if the name target uh, that is a two plus three is a five. Sweet, <laughs> I love this spell. Um, all right, so that's seventy six damage, uh, and then uh, incapacitated till the start of my next turn. It is immune to that condition. Ooh. What? Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my and god, that was a great Like you get the roll, sense though. that the the like the lance just pierces into the form and it looks physically like like it like takes the damage from the psychic lance. But the fact that you don't see it becoming capacitated tells you that it's probably immune to most effects. Okay. Well that's 30 damage. Nice. nice. Two two three four four fours, two sixes and a two. Nice. That's a good that was, chunk of damage. That was a really good handful of rolls. That yeah, was. Do you want to move at all? Um, I'm going to skirt the wind wall okay. uh, and go towards uh, Matrone. What? How many feet? Because you got boots of speed. Uh, yeah, so I can go 60 feet. So, uh, so And since I'm not near enough for Twilight Sanctuary. Yeah, I'll put you right here by the obelisk. 
Okay, good. That's kind of where I was aiming to go was around the yep. obelisk area. Yep. So. All right. And the wind wall is from obelisk all, all Yeah, the way like from, from right where you can now see spot above you, it goes like a crescent. Okay. Kind of like a crescent barrier. And because the wind wall struck this obelisk, it lit up that first base panel that kind of let off that magical effect and then the kind of like dim and kind of weakening of the flame titan. Um I spot we I can we can see each other now, right? We're not Ooh, through the I wind wall from each a, other, right? I have to make a concentration save for the Titan. Is eleven plus eight is nineteen, so he will maintain concentration. I can see spot now though, right? Yeah, like you can look up, you can see him. He is standing up on the very top of the obelisk that you're at the base of. Okay. Oh. Uh, hey, uh, you want to try to sit in the chair? I mean, okay, I was going to try to karate a, a pillar, but sure. <laughs> Matron's just like, oh, we're going to die. Remember what happened? <laughs> Remember what happened when I sat in the chair? I sat in the chair and I turned into the guy, right? Do you still have the hammer? Oh, yeah. Toss it to me. Can I bonus action that? Sure. Okay. Right. Dave, I'm to catch it. Yep. Um, so, give me a deck save spot to catch it. You need um, a roll to Earthen, hit. <laughs> give me athletics to throw it. Okay. Not a not an attack throw or anything. No, just athletics to make sure you could like oh. get ah. it up there. It's pretty heavy. Oh. I'm glad that uh, I have advantage on those because uh, I did not roll well on that, but I got a twenty. Okay, you're good. Earthen? Wait, I'm going to burn a lucky point. Ooh. That means you rolled a one. Because, I look, you're asking the guy with a minus three to strength who rolled a three, okay? And you're also tossing a pretty heavy <laughs> yeah. blacksmith hammer up toward, like, 15, 20 feet up in the air. I rolled a three with a minus three, so I'm burning that lucky point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's much better. That was a 19, so that's a right. 16 after my... So you're after good. My, yeah. yeah, DC was a 10. So you, you managed to throw it up there, and you watch as... Um, uh, Spot's reaction as he catches it, and Spot now has the hammer. Uh, I think that finishes your turn. Earth? Yeah, I'm I'm done. Okay, Puck, you are up with Winter on deck. Uh, lunch is over by Matrone, who has been holding his action till this round, so he's going to go at the end of the round. Um, um, lunch is over right next to you. You're currently grouped up with Xanath and Winter. Um, just at the right-hand fringe of your wind wall. Um, I will cast Freedom with Waves. Um, Is that concentration? Oh, uh, it's not. Oh, even oh. better. What's the range on it? It's uh, one action. It's 120 uh, feet. Okay. Um, and I can... Uh, uh, so I can choose a number of creatures equal to your spellcasting modifier, minimum of one, to automatically succeed on a saving throw uh, with the effects of it. Okay. Um, and I can conjure a deluge of seawater in a 15-foot radius, 10-foot tall cylinder centered at one point. Uh, it can take a form of tidal wave, whirlpool, or water spout. 
Um, and while it's happening, I can uh, teleport within that range. So I'm going to try and summon uh, a whirlpool. Okay. Uh, specifically to try and break another one of those uh, obelisks and also just throw as much water at him as possible. All right. Is there a save at all for the effect? Uh, yes, there is uh, a strength 13. Um, that is a 9 plus 5 is a 14. No! So he'll still take half damage on the uh, on the damage effect, right? So let me... Uh, so What's that? For con, constitution. For con, he's he's disadvantaged for con. He's disadvantaged for con because of the hex, but this yeah. was strength based. Mm. I gotcha. Yeah, uh, I took a guess. Oh well. That's a good guess. He's definitely a con based creature. He, he is con and strength mostly. And fire. <laughs> but this is a water effect, so he is vulnerable to water. So even though he made his save, he's still going to take full damage. Oh, hey, well, yeah. Instead of taking twice damage, right? Correct. Uh, well, it's twelve, so it would have been a twenty-four. Which yep. So he'll take twelve. Damage. That's awesome. Damn, and he watches the tidal wave. Here's the crazy thing: the way or the whirlpool, she, the way she creates it and brings it into existence, it spreads out, and you watch as part of it slams in to the fire titan. On the on the crater, it also sprays onto the obelisk that that Spot is currently standing on top of. You then watch as a second, um, uh, like section of the obelisk, takes on imagery of water symbols and water signals and water elementals uh, on that second part of the obelisk, and you watch as the as the fire titan diminishes more. <laughs> after the effect. So, so far you've done air and water, and this is greatly now beginning to weaken the fire type. Um, We're summoning Captain Planet. Yep. Uh, Can I teleport towards the obelisk that remains uh, standing? Well, there's three of them. There's one on either side of the sarcophagus, and there's one up on the ruined building behind the sarcophagus. Uh, so which one do you want to teleport towards? I was hoping there would be an easy choice. <laughs> the uh, one that you're affecting is this one. This is the one with the prophecy, and this is the one that has the key inside the obelisk. Does it seem like there might also be like an earth-based one that needs to be broken, or...? Well, this one, basically, you you affected the base, and then a second one, you get the feeling that the next tier up on the obelisk is going to be the earth-based effect. Cool. So I'm going to try and teleport to the obelisk. Uh, okay. And what's your distance? It's... Um, Uh, 120 feet. You can teleport up to 120 feet? It's within... Uh, if you are a spell area, part of the action, you can cast a spell, you can vanish. 
into Dilution Teleport into an unoccupied space that you can see within this uh, the spells area. Yeah, I'll put you right at the base, yeah. On the interior, so that you're not hitting the wind wall. So Sweet. I'll put you right down there, yeah. Okay. And that'll finish your turn. Uh, winter is up, they'll be at the top of the third round. Okay, uh, Winter is next to the fire guy, so she's going to get away from that. Um, she's going to run towards the obelisk. This one? Yeah, the, the prophecy obelisk. Okay. Uh, that means she'll have to cross around, which is difficult terrain. Does she have anything that ignores difficult terrain? Uh, let me see. Because she's got to go around the wind wall. Uh, the wind wall is to that... Oh, it goes all the way to the other obelisk. I thought it went to the to the column. It goes right all here. the way to here, so like that. So I'll say she can get around it, but there's rough terrain is a problem gotcha. for her to go around the pillar. Yeah. She's yeah. got to cross through some rough terrain. Just um, I'm looking through her sheet. What's her total movement? Uh, Thirty feet. Um, it's fifteen feet. She should get right to the base of the prophecy, right there. So she's good because you don't want her getting within five feet of the elemental because right. then she's Take it first. She doesn't even get saves. Right, right. Yep, yep. And I was just looking through her stuff and I don't see anything about. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything about. Okay. Uh, That's her move. She says her action and her move. bonus action. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, let's. So she's going to flip out the dagger. Okay. The dagger of ice. Okay. Uh, that we picked up the last time. And that's my page. Sorry. <laughs> I picked up the wrong one. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's going to pick up the Dagger of Ice and is going to uh, strike the obelisk. The Prophecy Obelisk. Uh-huh. Okay. Give me an attack roll. With advantage, because it's a prone target. Plus a D4. Plus a D4. Xanth is right behind her. Uh, the D4 gave me a 10. <laughs> okay. She, she jams the um, she jams the ice uh, dagger into the obelisk. Nothing happens. Shit. Uh, she gets a second attack. So uh, I want to take the dagger of ice and um, hmm. I will give you a warning. Yeah. Everything that got within five feet of this creature disintegrated. Yeah. Disintegrated. That's why. That's yeah. why I was like, hmm, "What am I gonna hit?" Uh, yeah. Uh, this is why Spot is not punching it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, tell you what. Let's. Let's. Uh, this is one of those encounters where it's. Half containment and half yeah. brain. It's like yeah. this thing is very, very powerful. So uh, it, it okay, does make it a challenge. Let's misty step behind the um, misty step behind the sarcophagus. Okay. So that's gonna burn up her misty step. All right, she's now behind it. So that way she's got cover from it if any attacks are coming. But also okay. she's next to the sarcophagus of the dead guy that built this thing. All right. Uh, that's that's it for her turn. Is the oh, lid? Finished. We left the lid off of the sarcophagus, right? Yeah. Correct. 
Okay. I can't uh, remember if this one has a removable lid or not. Let me check. It does. The lid is currently off to the side. Okay. Can I? Can is it possible to free action look in there or? I could say she pulls herself up and looks inside. Like, um, not, like just, you know, is something there or not there kind of thing. Not yeah, a, the remains yeah. are still inside of it. They're still there? Okay. Yep. I'll finish her turn. Yep. That'll take us to the top of the third round. Let's go ahead and take our five minutes. Then when we come back, we'll do the second half. Right on. All right. He's a good girl. Yeah. All right. We are back. Wait for the others. Since Xanath is on deck, or Xanath is up with spot on deck. Yeah, I had fun making this game board because I was like... (laughs) I didn't have time to print out the fire elemental that I wanted to print out. It was actually going to be a lot taller, a lot bigger. Uh-huh. Um, it would have looked more like this one. But this is my uh, air elemental titan figure that I nice. used from time to time. So it would have been, you know, a heck of a lot bigger. Oh, yeah. Zenith, you are up with spot on deck. What would you like to do? All right. Um, so I, I'm, I think I'm kind of like behind the pillar, right? And there's like a, there's a fire sprite close by, so I have to. Yeah, it's, the, it's got a 15 foot radius. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna keep moving round towards the sarcophagus uh, as okay. far as I can get. I know there's like some difficult terrain there. Yeah, I'll put you right behind the Prophecy Obelisk right there. Okay. Um, and I will... I'm I'm going to just... Uh, I'm going to drop a Moonbeam and try and catch the Fire Elemental and the Big Fire Dude. So you're dropping Bless? Yeah. I'm gonna and, drop switching, bless. and switching to Moonbeam, okay? Yeah. And that is... Con or wisdom? That is con. Ooh, nice. That's a disadvantage. That's a natural 20 and a 2. Oh, 
No, it's two. Yeah. Two plus eight is ten. Okay. <clears throat> so it still fails. He had to get a seventeen. Woo! So, um. Okay. So this is going to be five d ten. We're only not to piss off Zant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three. One more. A ten. Two. And a five. So one six. Three, three, ten, two, and five. That's twenty. Three, three, ten, two, five. No, sorry. Uh, that's 21. twenty-three. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that is twenty-one points of uh, radiant damage. Okay. Um, you just watch as this streak of light slams down into him. And this is clever because he can't move because he's trapped in the crater, which means he's now trapped in that moonbeam effect. Can, um, I, can I catch his little fire elemental buddy or is he too far away? No, nah, he's too far away. Yeah, it's a five foot race. So it's enough to get him in the crater because the crater is 10 feet, 10 foot radius crater. So the 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 summoned fire elemental is another five feet away. Okay. All right. Nice uh, try, though. <laughs> that would have been good. And then um, I guess I can't do another spell. Um, so as a bonus action, can I uh, uh, can I just like shout in celestial, speaking to the body in the sarcophagus in case he can hear us, like. Um, you know, we're sealing him. Help us. Uh, we need to seal him. Just basically trying to get okay. it out. Uh, give me persuasion. Um, and that'll end my turn. Uh, what'd you get for persuasion? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go for it. Headphone problems. Uh, oh, that is a... 21. Roll D100, please. Ooh. What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If it's 50 or better, you don't get stricken dead. It's a 20. It's a 21. 21? Yeah. Odd that you rolled a 21 and a 21. Um, That was good enough for a reveal of truth from the from the from the consciousness that's part of this place the third section of the obelisk has to be affected by earth mm-hmm. you also learn that the primordials created the titans through the understanding of the four elements and that 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 knowledge has been locked away Okay. Uh, you know, I'll shout, oh, we need something with Earth to affect the, the obelisk. Now you already did your free action yeah, to... Sorry. I won't yeah. say anything then. I'll just stand here. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you can't have multiple free actions. That's fair. Um, however, I forgot to do Matrone's action. Um, he will summon... A water elemental. Nice. Place it. 
right by Puck. It will have summoning sickness, however, and he was actually going to face step up here. I forgot to move him at the end of the round, so that will fit in. Oh, nope. Bonus action. He could see Winter. Uh, six points of healing towards Winter, please. Thank As he you. does healing chant. I'll finish his turn. I'll finish Xanath's turn. At the end of your turn, Xanath, uh, the Fire Titan will use three legendary actions to command the fire elemental, which will immediately allow it to make all three attacks on you. That is a 19, a 21, and a 28. Those are all gonna hit. Okay. That is 7, 12. So the first one is a 7. Halved to 3. Okay. The second one is a 12. Halved to 6. The third one is a 6. Halved to 3. So uh, 12 total points of damage. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, I do need three concentration saves, please. Yeah. Okay. That is a 21. That is a 19. Oh, okay, it's cocked. All right. <laughs> all right <that's> <laughs> okay, all three of those will work. Um, I do need you to make a constitution save as anything within five feet of the fire elemental will take 2d10 fire damage. That is an eight. Or I guess it's an 11. That will fail. Where'd my d10s go? Damn kids. Holy oh, there they are. All right. That is going to be 18 points of fire damage, halved to nine, because you are resistant. Okay. But I need one more concentration save, please. Okay. That's a 13. Um, that'll say. You're good. Yes. Because half of 19 is uh, nine. So you'd still be good on that one. Well, okay. Wait a minute, that means Kurt saved then, didn't it? Because uh, I thought it was a DC 10, because he got, uh, we're going for 10s. I rolled an 8, though. Uh, I thought you got Yeah, his total. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It's just also, uh, on top of that, I have it's a just minus a shitty one. roll, man. It's just a yeah. shitty roll. It was terrible. I got two, right. spot. two OKs and a bad. Yeah, Spot, you are up, and then the lair action is on deck. All right, um. I just want to look on top of the obelisk. Is there like a layer of, of dirt or dust or like crushed stone or something there? Um, give me a perception check as a bonus action. All right. Well, here, no, I'm going to give you two options. Mm-hmm. I'll give you two options. Okay. You could either make an investigation as an action to learn more. If you use perception as a bonus action, you might learn a little bit. I'm going to use perception because I have way more in that. <laughs> so. That's fine. So give me a perception check as a bonus action. 23. 23. Um, the top of the obelisk is perfectly smooth. You notice that at 
two of the angled panels are currently lit up with images of water and air. The other two angled panels are not lit up yet. There seems to be a strange-looking stone in the center top of the obelisk. And that's what you pick up on. Okay. Oh, I was literally just... Okay. Do I have uh, some uh, like trail dirt or something on the hem of my robe? I'm going to say no, because you've been bouncing around. and I mean, you, you've got dust, but nothing that feels like earth. Like anything that feels like a, a, a heavy amount of earth at this point. Yeah. All right. Um, anything that I might be able to do this with. Anything interesting in my inventory. I got an idea. Um, what is my... I have a tender box. Is what's in there, is it a flint one or is it like like it? Like the actual tender we're using. Is it like linen or is it like a plant? It's going to be flint and steel is what it would normally be in a tinderbox. Ah, I'm You're digging deep, bro. I love the, I'm <laughs> loving the creativity. All right. Well, how far uh, from the nearest pillar from the nearest like thing above you? Oh yeah, that's true. Um, what's like the nearest stalactite to me? Um, is it something? Within- there's lots of stone and earthenwork closer towards the ruins um, and on the edge of where the wind wall effect is. Um, there are larger stones and kind of like cracked bits of edge of the collapse that are about anywhere from 50 to 100 feet above you in various places. All right. Uh, I'm going to try... Do I have... Oh, I do. I still have a couple of darts. That's why I kept them. Uh, I'm going to try to find one that is like directly over the obelisk. I'm going to try to hit it with a, a dart just to free it uh, and try to knock something down. Give me a ranged attack. All right. Uh, that first one is a 19. Okay. The dart hits it. Uh, roll for damage. Uh, that is a 12 damage. It's pretty resilient. You watch the dart hit it, and the dart shatters across it. The chunk of stone and dirt kind of like quake a bit, but you you get the feeling you got to hit it at least one more time. That's fine. Uh, I'll do that again and see if I can okay. do it again. Three times. Oh, uh, that is a 16. Uh, 16 will still hit. Roll for damage again. Uh, and that is a nine. Nine. Um, Puck, give me a deck save, please. Uh oh. <laughs> You're mute, by the way. Oh, oh. It's good because I was not making a dignified sound. Um, what the fuck, Spot? It was 21, though. 21, okay. All of a sudden, like right above you, Puck, you see two sparks, like something just hit a large rock above you, and it falls straight down. Right past, like right along the edge of the obelisk. And just smashes on the ground into just like this five foot like radius of of rubble of dirt and rock and gravel that kind of sprays up towards you. At the last minute, you were able to just kind of step out of the way. Right. Did any of that make contact with the obelisk? It did not. The obelisk right. made it save, unfortunately. Uh-oh. Let me ask you this without getting too far back. 
on their way down, can I have intercept? Can I intercept one of them with one of my uh, uh, monk abilities? The uh, God, what is it? The deflect missile. You already used your bonus action. All right. So, and your action was to bring the stone down. The only thing you got left, unfortunately, is move. Uh, actually, get a third attack with the uh, Kraken's Reach. <laughs> but um, I'm going to go ahead and slide down the uh, the obelisk. How far okay. away is the throne from me? It's kind of hard to see behind the element. Um, it's about 10 feet, just on the other side of Puck. But it also is within five feet of the Titan. Oh, all right. I'm going to go ahead and slide down uh, the thing there and... Can I free action pick up a uh, a chunk of rock that fell from the stalactite? Um, no, it's more of a bonus action, and it, the the chunk of rock is on the other side, so you'd have to slide down alongside Puck gotcha. to be able to access the rubble pile that you made. Okay, cool. all right. Um, well, uh, we've been hitting with our uh, rocks and stuff, which. There's no reason not to. I might as well. I have one more attack, so I might as well try to hit him with another dart. Well, a dart. Hit who? The uh, the Titan. Go for it. Make a ranged attack. Probably not. That is a 14. Uh, you watch it flare into flame and then disintegrate within a few feet of the creature. Yeah, it was worth a shot. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> no worries. All right, that'll finish spot. Uh, the lair action is up. I need everyone to make constitution saves, please, as a, another flame-expanded pulse of, of heat <coughs> emanates out from the creature. I need uh, one I for lunch one. and punch as well. Just an 11, so I think I'm going to be taking half damage this round. Uh, by the way, uh, punch... Or lunch is still within the sprites effect, so um, lunch is going to take seven more points of fire damage from the previous round. Uh, what'd you get, Zanet, for your con save? I got a seven. Um, okay, that's going to be twenty-one points of fire damage, half to ten, because you are resistant. All right. What'd you get, Spot? Eleven. Uh, it's going to be twenty-one points of fire damage, half to ten, because you are resistant. Earthen, you and Winter? Uh, she took full damage because she had a 7. I had a 14. Uh, you both take uh, full damage, but halved because you're both resistant. Yep. So 10 more points of fire damage each. Puck, what'd you get? Um, I got a 14. Okay. Uh, 10, 21 points halved because you're fire resistant. So 10 points of fire damage to you. Uh, Punch got a uh, 17. Uh, That's the DC. So half of 21 is 10. So he'll take 10 points of fire damage. Um, And he's finished uh, punches. Punches. So Zenith, give me concentration save for Moonbeam. And with advantage for silvery barbs. Oh, I can roll with advantage. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't declare my uh, advantage. Yeah, for his previous barbs. one. I did oh, the disadvantage. For, I did disadvantage. For, I never said advantage. What'd you get for lunches? Save, puck. Seven. Seven. 
So he'll take uh, 21 points of fire damage. I just rolled a nat one on my second. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's brutal. Alright, Moonbeam is gone. Alright. Uh, Puck, give me a concentration save for Windwall. Oh, uh, right, I gotta do that for my... And then, I think you have one for me as well, Spot. Alright. Yep. Uh, 17. Yep, Windwall's still up. Oh, fuck. I got a 2, so yeah, it's... Oh, rough round. Yep. So, you were concentrating on Hex? Yes. Okay, so that's gone as well. Um, Windwall's still up. So I'm going to make two strength saves for the two elementals. Uh, that is a two and a two. I rolled double twos. Um, both will fail. So go ahead and roll damage again, Puck, for Windwall. Uh, nine. Nine. Or cat scatter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the... The elemental in well bonus action, he's going to move the sprites as his bonus action over to Puck Spot and the Water Elemental. He's going to turn. And he cannot see winter. Oh yeah, he's gotta take this. He is going to use fire breath. So I need Is that spot a spell or a, an ability? Is an ability. Um, so I need a spot, puck, and earthen to make deck saves, please. Oof, rough. That's a nine. That'll fail. Spot? 18. Uh, that'll succeed. Earthen? That is ugly. Uh, that's uh, 12. 12, that'll fail as well. So Puck and Earthen will take 31 points of fire damage, half to 15, because you are resistant. So, uh, spot, you'll take 31, half to 15, half to 7, because you are fire resistant. Technically, I think you could use evasion, right? Not take any damage? I'll, I'll take it. I'm fine. I'm not that worried about it. Okay. Um, I, I just used up my temp HP and I took one, so I'll be fine. Gotcha. Yeah, you guys have all been playing with your temp HP at this point. Um, however, the water elemental is vulnerable to fire, so it took 72 points. And it is destroyed. Uh, Puck, concentration check, please. Uh, 10 or higher because it's half of the 15 that you took as damage as your base or oh. 10 if 10's higher uh, 10 10 Maybe you 10. saved still got wind wall up um that this is, is the best i've rolled in this year yeah. <laughs> uh he did move the flame sprites over so i think that's dex again correct so uh earthen you are out of range you're at 20 Good. feet. Uh, so Spot and Puck, give me deck saves for the Flame Sprites. Uh, I got a 19. 19. Uh, you'll take half of six points of fire damage, which is three. Halved again, which is going to be one point of fire damage. But oh. you are on fire as long as you remain within 15 feet of it. Uh, Puck, what'd you get? 
25. Uh, you are good. Take half of six, which is three points oh. of fire damage, and half again, which is one point of fire damage, but you are on fire. Uh, go ahead and give me another concentration save. No. Oh, no. It's like three <laughs> so far. Between lair effects, the Titan. Oh, God, you're shitting me. What'd you get? It's 20. It's 21. Nice. nice. So I got one wall up. That's the only thing that's been consistently hitting this thing. <laughs> Except for the the moonbeam was a great idea until he summoned the the, the fire elemental. That was uh, the fire elemental's turn. It's going to take um, three attacks on you, Xanath. Because it is in base with you. All right. That is a 13, a 19, and a 29. That's two hits. Okay. That is going to be 13 points of fire damage for the first one, halved to six. And then eight points of fire damage for the second one, halved to four. So 10 total points, but I need... Oh, no, you're not concentrating anymore. So you're good. Um... I just want to say Trail Mix has been the MVP of this fight. Right? I mean, I think it's that was huge. like 200 points of damage at this point. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. That's crazy. Oh, uh, so well, you guys have got to start getting looking kind of rough by now, right? Because you're like getting like blistering shots. Like it's it's like instead of a death by a thousand cuts, it's like death by a thousand blisters. <laughs> Are, is Spot within 30 feet of me now? Did he end his turn within 30 feet? No, he, oh, ooh. I might be. Might be, yeah, hold on. 5, yeah. 10, 15, 20, 20. He's exactly 30 feet away. All right. Because Twilight half. Sanctuary is still up? Yeah, because that's not concentration. So and that lasts 16. for up to a minute, right? Yeah. Okay. That's 16 uh, temp HP. Nice. Okay, uh, Sir John, I did have one question for you because uh, we've been kind of discussing this. When I slid down, uh, did my metal claws have any effect on the, the obelisk? You didn't specifically say anything about it. Um, I would say you didn't notice any difference. Okay. All right. So he did fire breath as his action, bonus action with the sprites. He cannot move. Fire elemental went. The lair effect went. Earthen, you are up with uh, Puck on deck. Okay, uh, so I am looking very rough. So I'm going to uh, mask your wounds uh, at, yeah, fifth level. Okay, fifth level go spot. for it. So that's um, two, how many targets? Sorry, I'm trying to see how many. Um, and what's the range on that? Uh, 30 foot radius, up to six creatures in 30 foot radius. Uh, that's winter, uh, puck, spot, lunch. Um, I would say, unfortunately, Xanath is out of range, and Matrone okay. is out of range as well. And that is. Unless you want to move. Uh, far. Well, uh, if I was to center it somewhere else, would it put most of us? Uh, well, could, like if I was to put myself if at the you, edge of it, yeah. If you centered it, because it's a thirty-foot radius, uh, right? I would say a thirty-foot radius. I think if you move around the wind wall here, center it between you and Winter. You'll yeah, get a, you'll get everybody but Matrone and Lunch. Okay, yeah. Then let's do that. Okay, so. Yeah, I'll do that, and it's six of us can get it. So uh, six of us going to get 3d8 
uh, plus four. So let me roll my d8s. Go for it. Because I am legit rough right now. That's not bad. That's 15, 15 points of healing for everybody. Okay. Sweet. Take it, baby. Take it. Gonna need it. I do. Oh, wait. Did I say that? Okay. I do need it. You don't have to say gonna. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say that? Uh, So that was my action. Um, uh, See, I still am super fast. So I would like to run. I'm yeah, you, go. only, you only had to move like 10 feet to center it. So yeah. You still have like 50 feet left because your boots of speed are still active. Yep. And I'm going to um, – see, could I bonus action, like scoop, like pick up a, uh, a rock or a handful of dirt and hit the obelisk? Like, Well, like, as a bonus action, you scoop up a handful of dirt, yes. As a bonus action, you could scoop it up. Okay. All right, then I'll do. I will scoop up a handful of dirt and um, move over behind the sarcophagus if I've got the okay. range. Yep, I'll put you about a few. Like, I'll put you about ten. We knocked the pillar down. Oh. All right, I'll finish your turn. Uh, yes, I think- this is my turn. Yeah, Puck, you are up with Winter on deck. Um, you take a 15 tech HP. I love that Twilight Sanctuary, man. You really are built. You're a healing machine. It's awesome. It's too bad it's temp HP, but still, it's still thing. Yeah. So, Puck, you are right down here. You are still in the flaming sprites. So, if you want to avoid staying on fire, you'd have to move out of the area. But unfortunately, the flaming sprites are now kind of like engulfing the base of the um, obelisk at this point. Um, I'm gonna start with my bonus action. Okay. And, um, is uh, Punch still next to Matrone? Um, Punch is right here, right below Matrone's up here, and Punch is right there. So I'm going to tell Punch to try and tell to Matrone because um, Matron can presumably communicate with animals. Okay. Um, to ask Matron if he has any kind of uh, magic pertaining to Earth that he could use uh, with this obelisk, or if he can get another elemental that's okay. uh, Earth-based. All right, so Punch will communicate that to Matron. That's your bonus action. You still have your action and your move. So... I don't know if that's something I can accomplish in one uh, turn, but I'm gonna try. I have a cup. I don't have any earth-based spells. Okay. But I do have still the sulfuric, um, the sulfuric powder that we uh, got from the boats way back. Um, you mean the well. residuum? Uh. I don't think it was the residuum. I think it was a kind of sulfuric. Oh, sulfuric powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I also have like a lot of the tinkering stuff that I stole from the gnome ships. Yep. Um, I'm going to see if I can find any kind of earth that I feel is very earthy. 
Well, you got a giant rubble pile right alongside you that almost clobbered you. Oh, nice. Um, So I'm going to try and take that, you know, um, and kind of put a little bit of residuum in it, try to create basically like a little earth bomb type thing. Um, I'll say as an action, you can gather the ingredients together. And then during your next turn, you could try to assemble the ingredients and see if you're successful. Okay, so I'll I'll uh, I'll get started on that. Okay, so um, have your move, or are you gonna stay still, like right next to the? <laughs> well, well if you stay there, you're gonna stay on fire. <laughs> I'm getting out. I'm like tapping myself. I'm like falling and rolling down. I'm trying to get out of this fire. Okay. Yes, no, on fire. <laughs> um, I can put you on the edge of the scaffolding right there. That'll get you just out of range. And that'll use your full move. That'll finish your turn. Winter is up with Matrone on deck. Okay. Um, winter is... So, uh, as a bonus action, can Winter take the dirt from Earthen? Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, That'll use bo- up your reaction, though. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so, bonus action, they, they, they hand off the dirt, and uh, she's going to sprint to the obelisk. Okay. And just splatter hand that handful of dirt up against the obelisk. Give me acrobatics, because she's going to have to crawl up to the third tier to do that. Uh, okay, would it be better if she threw it then? I mean... I mean, I if she rolls a natural one, she's going to miss. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one or the other. I mean, yeah, either she... one's risky. Uh, let me see real quick. I'm going to get her stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll have her climb up. Uh, so, acrobatics? Yep, just acrobatics to make sure she can maintain her balance. <laughs> she has lucky. <laughs> she, she does have lucky. Yeah. <laughs> she took lucky, yes. That I, I, she has lucky. So I'm going to use the lucky on that one. Okay. What'd you roll, a one? A three. A three? Uh, but that was a 15 <laughs> plus five, so... Three plus five would have been eight. I wasn't confident that that would work. Yeah, so. the DC's a 10. So. But 15 plus five, so yeah. she's got a dirty 20 dirty on 20. that. She crawls up there and slams the dirt into the third stanchion of the, of the obelisk. You watch as it flares. <laughs> and at that moment as it flares, you watch as the three sections of the obelisk begin to rotate <laughs> into different angles. You watch as the top of the obelisk splits open like this. And then this arc of energy comes out, slams down into the fire Titan, like right at the top of their like upper torso and head area and starts Ghostbusters style wrapping it in the arcane energy that's pouring out of the obelisk. All of you hear Matrone yell, um, why is this key glowing and what should I do? 
I can't react, so. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, so that was her action. Yeah. That was her so move she, and her bonus action. Yeah. So that pretty much finishes up Winter's turn. Well, she's going to action surge. Okay. And uh, do. She's going to action surge. Okay. And. Um, Would she get the? Would she be able to holler and do something else, or is holler going to just eat up that action? No, it's free action. She hasn't used a free action yet. Okay, just turn the key. She's going to yell like, "Turn the key," and then uh, as her action, uh, she'll slide down and uh, try to sit in the chair. Okay, she's going to get to the chair slide before down you turn the key. Down. Yeah, slide down or hop down. Okay, she'll um, she'll automatically take uh, thirty six points of fire damage. Okay, half by uh, half to eighteen because she's resistant. Yep. Okay, so she'll take eighteen points of fire damage as she is currently sitting in the chair. Just hopping down is not a big deal for her. Okay, and that'll end it. Yeah. Okay, so Matron hears. Turn the key, yeah, so. Matron hears her say that. So as an action. He's going to try to turn the key. That is a 19 minus 1, which is an 18. Uh, Put a DC as a 17. You watch as he reaches over. He twists the key. Suddenly, the top of the other obelisk and the top of the one he's at, they're now all arcing down towards the fire titan. Um, The fire titan's completely wreathed in flame and energy it's gradually being shredded apart and the parts of it are being consumed by the three obelisks you oh she already used her free action to yell um you it feels like there's one final step and you're not sure what it is <laughs> like she's sitting in the chair the keys turned. All the obelisks have split open, and the energy is gradually absorbing the fire titan and causing its fire-like strength to be absorbed by the obelisk. You notice the crater is like expanding and turning into almost like a vapor portal that this creature is about to fall through, but it feels like there's one final step that's been missed. And that will finish Matron's turn. Well... He doesn't know what to do if he should stay there or not. So he's going to just turn the key and stay there in case he's needed. Take us to the top of the round. Xanath, you are up with Spot on deck. And you're watching all this play out. The obelisk arcing and trying to contain and absorb the flame of the fire key, or the fire titan. Um, you can see everybody is like looking and like holding their breath, trying to figure out what to do next. Um. First, uh, at the end of Winter's turn, she gets 17 temp HP. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to run up to the sarcophagus and put you know put my hand on the body and say, uh, "It's time. Tell us what's next." Or, all right, yeah, attack of opportunity from the fire elemental. All right. That's a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be 
24 plus 5, 29. Half of 29 points of fire damage. Okay. So is it 14? Yes. You go careening around and over the sarcophagus. As you look into the sarcophagus, the entity, the remains of the creature in the sarcophagus is holding their hands as if waiting for something to be put in their hands. Okay. I'll, I'll shout to Spot, the hammer! He needs the hammer. In the sarcophagus. All right, that'll um, finish your turn, Zenith, unless you want to do something else. Can I do a bonus action? Um, yeah, I'll say it was an action move. I'll say you still have a bonus action left. I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action, I will... Um, I'll throw a... It looks like everyone's doing mostly okay. I'll, I'll throw a healing word at uh, Earthen. Much appreciated. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's one d four plus five. Uh, all right, that is eight points. Eight points. With that, eight spot, points closer to not being dead. <laughs> spot, you are up with the lair action on deck. How far away is the sarcophagus from me? From you, fifteen feet. Okay. Um, He's just going to jump in it. <laughs> I, I'm pretty much. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just leap over towards the sarcophagus, and I'll take whatever the opportunity to attack from my, my fiery idea is. Um, the oh, you finish. You finished your turn and took the damage last time. So as long as okay. you get out of range, you're good. Okay. And you're ten feet away from the fire titan, anyways. Um, which is sitting in the chair. As you leap up on the sarcophagus, you could see the profile of the remains of the Titan Maker um, with its hands in a position, like before they were closed when you took the hammer out, now the hands are open as if expecting the hammer to be returned. All right, that's what I do. I return the hammer to, uh, to our guy here. You drop the hammer into the hands of the Titan Maker. Oh. So with that, it's a strange sensation that all of you feel at the same time. It's just shadow and darkness around you. And you hear the persistent ringing of a hammer on an anvil. <laughs> <laughs> See Matrone, Winter, all of you just standing there in the darkness, and off in the distance, you can see sparks. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Uh, I'm going to start heading towards the sparks. By the way, Puck, I still plan on you uh, making the. Uh, the rock grenade. I'm dying to see what you'll use on that next. (laughs) (laughs) You guys begin to, yeah. (laughs) You guys begin to all drift like very cautiously with exception. Spot is moving quicker because, you know, curiosity and cats and all Um, begins to move a little bit quicker. 
but yet you all feel like you're moving at the same pace, quicker movement. It's hard to see depth. It's hard to understand the space that you're in. And you're looking down into what looks like a, a forge. The desiccated figure that you saw before is now down by that forge with the same familiar hammer that it's wielding up and bringing down on the anvil itself. It's the sparks going off of it and around him, hovering on the periphery of where he's working. A massive air, fire, water, and earth elemental just kind of hovering nearby as he works the forge. Come closer, please. I would have words with those that did the deed that the Shadowed One failed to do. I just he continues. As watch his spot starts walking down into the forge area that he's working. He just keeps working on the anvil. Sparks get closer he's wearing the bluest plate mail that you've ever seen their bald azimir head and the charred like kind of remains of their wings folded out back on their back the huge hand coming up working the anvil on the anvil a heart shaped piece of metal that he seems to be working on. His strange silver eyes stop to look up at all of you as you crowd into the inner workings of his forge. The Fire Titan is not one to be underestimated. The Shadowed One was expected to keep him contained. Erebus now possesses the creation stone. He has fled this world and exists on the very edges of reality, reshaping a world of his own. His destiny to be written another time. This period of the shattering must be mended. There is an ancient beacon on the other side of the veil, deep in the Lucidian Sea. There, this beacon, you must place this heart, this heart of all titans. Only then the veil be lifted and the period that we call the shattering will come to an end he stops to work on this amalgamation of metal crystal and rock pulsing with a kind of arcane light and brilliance kind of pouring from it but be warned once you take possession of this relic and once you decide to do 
this act. There will be things that will know that you have made this decision. And you watch as he brings his hands up. There is one image of a massive turtle dragon, unlike anything you've ever seen, with a large city on its back, kind of like floating deep in the waters and just kind of hovering, moving, and turning and twisting and just existing. You see two frustrated lizard folk form, blackened lizard folk, look very familiar to you. The final two remain remaining images of the simulacrum of your previous foe. But with the with the fire titan cast, these two forms are traveling. And they seem to be patiently waiting. And then you see a third form join them. A familiar form. His strange eye, his limp, his cane, his awkward clothing. And the three of them begin to board a ship called the Oculus. A huge flagship. And then finally, the third image shows you what's on the other side of the veil. A flourishing series of villages and towns amongst all the scattered islands on the other side of the veil. These great hulking, Viking-like looking individuals. The atmosphere looks cold and brutal that they seem to exist in. The deep, deep in the middle of all these islands, one giant island looks to be in the shape of like a dragon's claw on a great hilltop, great mountaintop in the middle of this island. An ancient looking lighthouse. Cold and empty in your view. The Titan Maker turns away from the images. Place this hot in the beacon. Bring peace back to the Shattered Isles. Lift the veil. Stop. Could not be stopped. That veil is the very edges of the celestial existence of the celestial gate. Bring the wisdom and the visions of your gods back to Exandria by doing this. That beacon will guide them home. After the veil is lifted, the gods will return and bring peace once and for all to this tortured world. He brings two more hammer strikes down on the anvil. And he holds in his left hand a pulsing heart, a flame of rock, glass, and magic just boiling out from it. And he holds it in his hand out in front of all of you and just has this blank stare 
as he patiently looks down towards you. Earthen's going to step forward and, and, and put his hand on the heart. And as he goes to take it, uh, he's going to say, but aren't the gods the reason for the calamity in the first place? Give me persuasion. And he does not relent the stone yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just holding it. I'm not yeah. pulling it. Yeah. yeah. Persuasion? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a uh, 29. 17 plus 12. You feel a very painful peeling back of your entire life's work of memories and encounters throughout your entirety of your life. Playing backwards and forwards. You are not a believer. What difference does this make to you? Your faith is rooted in your intellect and understanding of only what you can see in front of you. What makes you worthy of this opportunity? What makes you think that the gods are at fault at all? Bringing back the gods brings back all the gods. No? It does. It brings back balance. This world has lived in the shadow of a void of emptiness that has sent it down pathways of war, desolation, conquest, a crossroads of chaos. You may believe that the gods cast out the betrayer gods in order to prevent and protect their children. But when children grow up and still do not understand the importance of the balance of chaos, then I must show them. With this heart. I would rule an insight check on him. Go for it. And all of you watch is Earthen standing there having this conversation with an entity, a being, the first of Azamar. It's it's hard to it's hard to know what this thing is. What'd you get for your insight check? Uh a thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. He feels ancient. His well, energy I guess I'm kinda of trying to read um because the, the prophecy and everything is about the fallen one. We talked about he the fallen one. And he's an Azamir with burnt wings. Mm-hmm. So I'm already mistrusting that he's giving me good information or that he's giving me uh important inf- it's important information but is it is it good me, in the in the percent in the in the degree that i would that earthen would see good give me an intelligence save please uh i've got advantage on that mm-hmm. uh that's a 19 plus Five, so it's a twenty-four. He watches. He pulls the heartstone away from you. This one is not worthy. Now you didn't take any damage because you saved. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> you get the feeling that he finds your questions and your lack of faith a problem. Disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> and he pulls the heartstone away from your hand. 
and looks past you as if you don't exist and just kind of glances around at the remaining standing behind you. This one does not believe. A believer does not have the faith. Lack of faith is weakness and that will allow chaos to continue. I ask again, which one of you is worthy of this journey? I kind of feel like Spot is kind of hanging back for not the same reasons as, as Earthen. Like, yeah. I'm very, a, I'm very much a creature of chaos, so it's kind of like... <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to give you an inspiration of D6, because that was pretty fucking cool role-playing, bro. Like, like the fact that, that Spot is so chaotic, you're not even sure if he's even talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll I'll take a step forward and and just look up at him and and ask. As you do that, Winter grabs you by the arm. I look back at her. This creature is very old, Zenith. He watches Matrone comes over to stand beside Winter and look up at you as well. Crikey. This thing's ancient. This is a pact, a bargain. This is looking for something to make an agreement to do this. Winter looks down at Matron and then back over to you. Whatever this thing is choosing to do, it's waiting for someone to agree with a choice it's already made. My people flourish across many planes of existence. Sure, we hail from the Fae, but we are creatures of travel. I think this is the first of Azimir. I think this is the first of the Fallen. I think when the Celestial Gates were sealed after the gods left, they cast down the first of angels to hide their secret zenith. Secret of creation. Earth, water, air, fire. Winter just kind of lets your arm go. Just be careful with this one. This one, while ancient and may think they want to do good, they also may be trying to do what they think must be done regardless of the outcome. Zealot is not a labor, a label that is limited to people. And she just kind of very cautiously looks away from you and at the Azimir and kind of backs away. You watch as Matrone makes like a pattern in front of you and you you feel like a protective spell <laughs> funnel around you. Did he walk past me? No, he's just pulled this it away from you and just right, yeah. still standing by the anvil in the forge. Okay, you said he was looking past me. I didn't really. Yeah, he was, looking if he, if he was, at the others yeah. behind you. Yeah. I ask again, 
Who is worthy of this journey? I just kind of want to look at the, the other people here and just kind of be like, <laughs> just kind of step forward, like, oh, this is <laughs> just child of Tempest. You are definitely not worthy. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and now I mean, his eyes just kind of stare at Xanath at this point. It's these blank silver orbs sunken back into an ancient face. No nose. Very much a kind of, for all intents and purposes, gender neutral. Like no real identifiers of any kind of lineage or gender, or just very much an androgynous being of ancient look, dressed in pale cobalt blue plate mail armor with its wings shattered and tucked against the back of their body. I'm going to start playing a counter charm. Okay, that's fair. Puck, anything you want to do while this is going on other than stare at unbelievable awe that you're in the presence of pretty good fucking dice rolling in that encounter, folks. <laughs> that was really good. That silver dragon move almost was the capper until you lost concentration. Uh, that would have been huge. Um, I'm just going to look at Zan's worried and alert and see if I can just be on the defensive if something happens. Okay. Um, I will um, have cast resistance on myself as I walked up, and okay. uh, and and just look up at him and say, "You helped make the world, and now you want to remake it." He looks down towards you and lowers himself onto one knee so that he can be equal height too, because he's quite a large individual. And he holds the heart stone in front of him and looks at you. The world has never been made or unmade. Gods are the parents of children. The universe, a soup of worlds. These four elements primal existence are required for anything to be made in this place that we live. When I took the hammer and I took the flame for the purposes of making, I thought I was doing the God's bidding, but I was deceived and I was lied to. I was given broken promises of a life I will never have. Unsealing the gates will bring back all the gods, but I do not believe that it will bring back the war that they started. The hubris of creation will be their containment. Will there be challenges for you and your kind? There will. But challenges 
form character. Character builds leaders. Leadership creates hope. This world cannot remain in the chaos that it's in. The primordials gave life to the world. The gods brought its children. The war of the gods severed parent from child. Bringing them back will finally finish and get rid of the chaos. Place this heart in the beacon. Accept the pact of the Titan Maker, child of Helm. Reestablish what has been lost. And he just patiently kneels there, holding the heart. Not even paying attention to the others, just... You don't feel any intrusion or any kind of effect or any kind of force of will. Just a very ancient creature seeing what might be the very last opportunity to undo a very big mistake. You were given a job a long time ago and maybe you were misled. The job was to guard the secret of creation, wasn't it? Not to share it. Hey, that was my oath. And why are you breaking it? Because that was the lie. Creation is not limited to the gods. Creation is the birth of a child, the founding of a city, the agreement of a family. Creation is something that brings things into existence that bolsters the idea of hope. Creation is hope. The gods took that away from their children. I wish to give it back. Creation is loose in the world. People are born and people die. Fires burn, water rushes. You mistake creation with chaos. Nothing in your world has equal opportunity of existence. The weak subjugate to the strong. The wealthy impoverish the poor. Those with power take from those that have no power. Anger. Uh, the person's going to chime in as he, as he makes that statement and say the gods rule over and subjugate their creations. You mistaken. The gods foster their children. They lost themselves in war and battle during a time that you call calamity. They fought each other and therefore devastated their families, their children, and lost hope in the world. What was once an attempt to breed creation of hope is now just chaos, unfettered, unwielding 
and unyielding. With all that you've seen across your world, do you really think the world as it is has any hope left at all? Creatures are allowed to try to subjugate and destroy entire cities. Dragons wield their power with unmitigated force and destruction. Great cities that roam the dimensions of existence collide with this world, nearly destroying it time again. You live in chaos. And still we persist. And still we fight. And still we rise. And still we make heroes. Uh, Earthen's going to try and stealthily shift towards the anvil. Okay. Give me a stealth check. Okay. Just at least partially to try to cover Earthen so you can do that. You can have advantage. I got advantage because of my uh, clothes. Okay, I'll lower the DC then since Spot's helping. Okay. I just want to kind of stand up and just be like, I try, I'm a creature of pure chaos, and you wouldn't be standing here in front of it without my assistance. No offense to y'all. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's an 11. Okay. Not very uh, good. 13, tr- I get my two. I get a plus two, sorry. Oh, uh, 13. Yeah. I mean, he tracks you as yeah. you move, but he doesn't make any move to stop. He's just in front of Xanath. I assume he's looking at her. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I assume the forge is just behind him, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just slowly moving towards the forge. Get the sense that the four elementals are kind of tracking your movement at this point as you move towards the forge. Mm. Um, you have suffered for a long time. The gods sealed themselves away. And I don't believe the gods seek a return. He seems to contemplate that for a moment as he stares at you. He stands and looks over at Earth and is getting closer to the forge, looks at the four elementals on the peripheral of the darkened space that you're all in, and he turns back towards you. Do you believe in your faith? I do. Do you believe in Helm? Yes. Do you believe yourself to be a child of Helm? Yes. But yet you stand here questioning whether or not you should unseal the gate that will bring your father closer to you. I think the gods made a difficult choice a long time ago, and I don't think Helm seeks to return. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Earth, and as you use this moment while he's a little bit distracted, but you don't, you're not sure if distraction's the right term. As you 
Yeah, as you stare at the anvil, it's just a swirling maelstrom of energy around it. But every now and then you see a comet arc through it, a world spin away, celestial planes of galaxies balanced and inbound, shifting in and out of the energy around the anvil. Feel like you're staring at creation. You're watching things come into existence. I assume this is a very, very large anvil. Not, not well, it's like- a large forge. Yeah. The anvil itself is kind of biggish, but you know, it's designed to be uh, sized to the Titan Master's form mm-hmm. and his tools that he uses. But about a 30-foot, you know, sphere of energy around the anvil and tucked into the forge space as you're just watching galaxies spin off, planets spin off, and a comet streaking through your peripheral vision of this, what just feels like a a sense of a place of creation. Is the hammer still there? No, he's got it in his hand. Hmm. Got a hammer in one hand and then the heart stone in the other. And he seems to be heavily contemplating Xanth's words. I find it interesting. Do you speak for every creature from your world then? Do you believe that every creature in your world would have equal understanding of the words that you give me now? How could they? Then why do you assume the gods do not want to return if you don't believe in the words and the possibilities of unity throughout all of your people? Why do you believe the gods have such unity? Why do you believe that Helm does not want to return? Is that your faith? Is that your understanding of the world? Is that your weakness as a human? You asked for someone with strong faith. I have strong faith in Helm, in his teachings. And my understanding of, of his aims. His aims are to be a guardian, to protect, uh, and to defend and always hold back the forces of darkness, the forces of evil. Doing this would unleash the betrayer gods on the world. You watch as he, um, give me, I'll leave it up to you, persuasion or intimidation, your choice. Okay. Well, neither is very good. (laughs) Uh, Can I, like, give her inspiration because... Sure. We're we're of the same mind to a degree in this. Like I don't want the gods to come back. <laughs> but for different reasons, but we right. at least agree on that, yeah. Right. And that's a sure. D10 inspiration. So yeah, you have a D10 um to use on this roll. Okay. That is Okay, and I'll roll my D10. 
All right, that's a nine plus four plus three is a 16 for, I'll say persuasion. He looks from you to Puck to Earth and the Spot to Matrone to Winter. And he just gets this very gentle smile on his face. Fascinating. And he walks back over to the anvil and places the heart back into the creation sphere. And you just watch it shred and spin off into the creation sphere. And he turns to look. I would not have expected this. Perhaps I misjudged all of you. Perhaps I have misjudged a lot of things. But know this. There are many ways to bring things into existence. One of your foes has an item that they intend to place in the beacon. They seek the summoning of one of the betrayer gods. The one that you would know is Zahir, the god of darkness and betrayal. For what purpose, I do not know. But the gates will remain closed. The fate of Alexandria will remain your own. Your faith is your faith. But before I release you from this vision, all of you are free to ask me of one request, and I will try to fulfill it. It is the least I could do for helping contain the Fire Titan. For if that was allowed to range all across Exandria, the world would be sundered and destroyed for certain. The Obsidian Gate remains closed, Zahir, contained in his prison. Since you've chosen not to allow the gods to return, I would at least ask you one final favor. Destroy the beacon. Seal the gates for final. Make sure that no one can ever risk bringing the gods back under any form or understanding. Somebody's got fireworks going on. It's got to be spot. The greatest interjection of a cat ever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's very vocal tonight. He looks over at Puck. For you, small one, what could I grant you? What favor could this lesser creature give you for reward of what you and your friends have done? I would request 
that you protect those who live in the underdwell and call it their home for all eternity, that they will have a good life and that they will not have to face any more of the pain that has been brought to them uh, by those who have come to mine the resources of the island. He leans down with a huge smile on his face, puts a small blessing on your forehead. Although I sense a thin streak of chaos in you, your heart is far bigger than those around you deserve. I will undo what those have done. I will bring them your hope, child of the small people. Thank you. <laughs> he turns to look over towards Matrone. I, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe when this is all done, you could drop us off in a safe place. You know, when, when we're good. Uh, it's a long way back uh, to Gnomework. I'm just saying that'd be great. He just kind of laughs at Matrone and just, he nods. Winter makes no request. I'll let her do it through the DMs later. He then turns to look at Spot. Child of the Tempest. I sense a great deal of chaos in you, but I will hold to my word. <laughs> How far does your power extend? It's a very strange question when talking to an unending entity, but where, to the very least, wherever you go. Does that harm in my past? Can you make them whole? That's a lot of work, but I'll see what I can do. I meant physically. The ones that, the ones that didn't deserve it. That's a lot of work, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and he watches he blesses your forehead at the same time. I'll do have a new little tabby mark. <laughs> Actually, he gives you the mark of the of the cat lord. Oh, the, this lawful god just gave me the most hyper chaotic god. <laughs> <laughs> he looks to Earth and next. I know your memories are things of both pain and understanding. I sense where you come from, Earthen, is a difficult place. And I have much respect for that. But be cautious. A closed mind is one that does not learn. The most powerful and valuable thing of the gods is the intellect that they bless their children with. How can this Titan Maker help you and aid you? Would that I could find allies wherever I go. That would be enough. He smiles, leans down. Puts a blessing on your forehead as well. 
That can be done. Child of Helm, decider of the faithful. What can this humble creation offer you? I think uh, Xanth is looking up at him and is recognizing, you know, as a as a servant of of Helm, who is the god of guardians or watchers, rec- recognizing a person on the longest watch, you know, the longest watch to ever exist, mm-hmm. and. I think I I think that she just if if he'll allow it will just reach up and touch his hand and cast bless and you know say bless you on your long watch. And it's at that moment that there's a huge explosion of bright light just this that echoes out and around all of you. You're back in the upper wards of the city, standing inside of a familiar temple. The smell of sulfuric smoke, ash, people panicked and frantic, looks of concern on their face. As you begin to realize you're back in the city of Gnomework back in the temple. All of you staring at each other, almost as if not sure what happened actually happened until each one of you look at each other and on your forehead, a very small emblem of a hammer. And then over time, it just, within moments, it begins to fade. A familiar voice nearby. Well, I wasn't expecting to see you anytime soon. As the high bearer of the temple, the long blonde hair of the elf staring at you, the one that you thought was dead. What? And she's actually alive. With her broad glowing smile Well, I have priests that have the ability to bring back the dead. It is not an exclusive power of such powerful individuals as yourselves, (laughs) although I can appreciate the sense of it. It seems that all of us have a great deal to discuss before, well, follow me. And that's where we're going to finish tonight. When we come back next week... You guys have finished the first half of the arc. Um, yeah, it was a level up. That was a milestone tonight. Yay! It's the last milestone on Gnomeworks. We're now going to focus on the Shattered Isles, locating the beacon, stopping the bad guys, and finally figuring out the truth of this massive ancient dragon turtle, whatever this thing is. That was awesome. That was a good session. Was you guys, you guys, so lucky on your rolls. I'm so mad. I wanted to at least try to kill two of you. I mean, guys, you know, you, you, I was, I was uh, at eleven. I think at my lowest. I was, I was down there. 
Because my you'll notice my damage rolls were pretty low until I got one good one. Yeah. But to Spot's credit, that trail mix was a deal breaker. Yeah. Made yeah. all the difference in the world. I'm still so mad. Spot though. on. Ah, I'm still so mad about phrasing though, just because like uh, I wasn't gonna <laughs> So you guys go ahead and linger for a moment. Everyone else yep. out there, thank you for watching. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday. We should be good next Sunday. Yep. As far as we can all tell. Okay. Yep. We will see you all next Sunday. Be safe. Be kind. Um, and don't forget to play a game. Good night, everybody. My mouse. My mouse. My mouse. My mouse. My mouse. <laughs>